When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here we are at it again on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment with Donna and Steve. Producer Don. How's everybody? Great. Man, these days are just flying by, aren't they? Mid-September, late September. It's fall today. Today's the first day, right? Or was yesterday? Autumnal equinox today. It's today, about 8.31 a.m. Oh, so we're there. Yeah. Yeah, we made it. Woo! Goodbye, summer. You cruel summer. Mm, Bananarama. (laughs) I hate summer. Oh, my gosh, really? (laughs) Yeah, I do. You upgraded it to hate. Because last week, I think you had said, like, you weren't a big fan of summer. You know, everybody goes crazy. Now you just hate it. Nope. Yeah. Especially this summer. You yeah, know, I don't like it. I don't like I don't like mosquitoes. I don't like bugs. I hate humidity. I hate humidity as well. You're my best friend. Don't like sweating. Don't like sweating. Don't like mowing. You know, don't like weeding. I remember when I first moved here, and it it was a, it was the polar vortex winter back in 2014. It was brutal. It was the second most days below zero in recorded history in the twin cities it was a really crappy welcoming and then we get to i don't know what it was maybe may of that year june something like that and my sister who had lived here for 20 years she and her uh, husband were over and it was like a nice summer night and she i remember them saying this and it still annoys me when i think about it them saying see this is what we're all in Minnesota for. This is it. And I thought, what a dumb thing to say. Because there are so many other places in the country where you don't have to pay nearly as high of a tax to just get like a 75-degree day. It's true. But I just love how the, the, the mean, cruel winters that there are have made you think that even a good day is like, see, this is why we pay for it in the winter for days like this. I'm like, have you guys even heard of California? Yeah, <laughs> that's why everyone lives in California. Yeah, but it's so expensive. Like, this is a relatively affordable place to live mm. with great schools, great communities, great leadership. Wait, I thought we were doing a bash piece, and now, because you said you hate the summer, no, I jumped on I your side, and I'm now you're doing the Chamber of Commerce. It's not all about the weather. Like, I, I hate think, summer everywhere. I think the cost of living is, living is living. incredibly high. You do? Oh, yeah. my Have you ever gosh. been to Connecticut? Oh. Damn. I know, but have, but it's it's interesting. That's such a relative question, depending on where you've come sure. from. Sure. Yep, yep. You go to Pittsburgh. I, if I put this house in Pittsburgh, I'll get 33% more for it if I sell yeah. it. I lived in a condo in downtown Minneapolis that oh. I don't even think I, at the time... I don't even think I pay $200,000 for. That yeah. would have been a $4 million 
condo in New York City. Oh, easily. for sure. If you're talking about New York City, sure. Yeah. I remember when I looked um, at a house in, I believe it was in Azusa, California. This would have been back in 2006. And it was like, I saw it online, and it was like $458,000, and it was a total dump. Right. I mean, it was a dump. And it wasn't, you wouldn't, you were, the square footage was nothing for $458,000. It's tough to live in California unless you're loaded. It's just tricky to have, uh, like, how do you pay for a mortgage that's $800,000? Yeah. Unless you're just like, making tons of money and, and by the way they, inex- and that's a cheap <laughs> mortgage yeah i know, and, know? It's, and it's funny it's not just like la it's the further north yeah. you go there are different communities that are just outrageously expensive and the cost of living is higher and then they're like yeah but you make more no you don't not that much more it's not like they double your salary no. just because you're in california right mm. yeah oh uh, uh, anyway i hate summer Thank Bye. you for getting that off of your so chest. I'm glad it's over. Plus, today, Woo. there are two tech hacks that have happened. You've been hacked. You can't access our prep material. <laughs> I've been I hacked. I can't in, access but... email. I don't uh, know no, what to do. No, really? I can't get on a web-based email. I sent Kathy Paterka an email, though. She'll be from my phone. She'll be able to help me out. But I'm like, yeah, what's going on here? I wonder if there were some kind of updates that were done on some of our... Some of our computers in the building. I don't know. I don't know. Did you guys take your little test yet? That they've mm. been kind of nudging us to take for the past... Nudging? Seven or eight months. <laughs> Shoving. You know, I haven't. And you remember I printed out my certificate back in April. <laughs> as did you. Yep. I was very our, proud. Uh, our uh, completion certificate of the cybersecurity. Uh, no, that means you haven't either. That is correct. Because <clears throat> that's the yep. only reason you'd bring it up is if you got one of the every other day emails. Indeed. I don't know. I don't mean to ignore it. I'm not. I don't mean either. To. Sometimes when I go to start it, something you know happens. I see something shiny, and then I don't get to it, or and, I fail, and, and I don't want to take it over. Isn't there a little <laughs> bit too? Let's just be very honest. Isn't there a little bit that feels like, hey, I took and have the certificate from April. What's changed? I get how this cybersecurity thing mm. works. I don't want to take this test again. A little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. A, little, a little bit. A little bit. I got to be a little bit. Uh, you know what we're going to talk about today coming up at, let's do it at 930. Ellen uh, came back. Her show came back on air. She made her apology. I just want to say, I'm not sure that you're going to love it, Steve. I listened to it this morning. Okay. I'll hold my thoughts for okay. 930. Okay. I'll be curious what you thought of it as well. I have thoughts as well. And I think, Dawn, you watched the entire show, right? Yes. I wanted to see how she transitioned into normal material. Okay. Mm. So we'll get your opinion on that, too. Um, listen, I'm not even going to save this for that time. I watched another um, another episode of Nurse Ratched mm. on Netflix. Yeah. I am done with this wackadoodle show. You're out already. It is, Steve. You would hate it. I tell you what it's good for. Memes. Like, there are lots of, like, scenes where I'm like, oh, that would be a really good meme of two women, like, fighting. (laughs) Um, Judy Davis is in this and uh, Sarah uh, Paulson, and they're both amazing. But it is gory. Um, Spoiler alert. I mean, this last episode, they're like drilling into a guy's head. Then they're drilling into a guy's eyeball. I'm just not, not, mm-mm. 
Nope. Mm. Nope. Can't do it. Wow. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm done with that. I'm crossing wow. it off my list. Doesn't that feel good? Yeah, to say I'm abandoning this. I tried it and I don't like it. Actually, yeah. it feels kind of bad because I don't like to not finish things, even even if I have to like suffer through it. Mm. E- a book, I try to stick with it and finish it and go, oh, this sucks. But you just want the feeling of completion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You I got hear it. You. You but seriously, I mean, you're talking about like 10 hours here. You don't want to go through that. It's too right. much. In Life's fact, that's too what, short, Donna. That's mm-hmm. what the um, I, Vulture article said. It's like there's so much out there. Why would you waste your time on this? Oh, gosh. It's just weird for the sake of being weird. And I think Ryan Murphy, I think he, something's wrong with that guy. Because some of the stuff <laughs> that comes out of his brain, you're like, why? He's maybe Why? fleshing out some like unhealthy. It's weird. It's like dreamlike stuff. Like you mm. open a door and there's like a random weird thing happening, and then the door shuts, and then you move on, and it's just, it's just not my jam. Hey man, hey. I respect that. I really like his um, <laughs> American Crime Story series. Those are good. Okay. Yeah, okay. I like the OJ thing. Yeah, that was really good. The oh. Johnny Versace was great. I love the Versace. I couldn't get past the first episode of OJ because I was like, this is so campy. Cheesy. All his I stuff is campy. I just like, oh. It's very old Hollywood kind of campy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Joan, the, the feud was oh, really I good, too. I loved that. Mm. All of his stuff is like that. some things for me, but some things I'm like, nah, no, I get it. It doesn't work. I totally get it. All right, we got to go. When we come back, though, we're going to have some things that make us go, huh? A fascinating fact about the era in which we incorrectly associate Cleopatra with. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to just save it all. Trust me, it will blow your mind. (sighs) It's next on Don and Steve on my talk. Good morning and welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, and producer Don McClain, and this... I got a good one here. I Do it. Yesterday's going to be hard to top yesterday's because yesterday's, dare I say, was excellent. Yeah, we sent that one to the folks at uh, to Jim Marconi. Okay, good. He does the Marconi Awards. Jim Marconi, okay. He does it out of his garage. It's kind of a low thing, low mm-hmm. budget, but I appreciate him. So, Jim, thank you, man. I look forward to the uh, presentation a little bit later virtual. on this autumn. Yeah. It'll be virtual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's social distancing. Of course, of course. I'm going to tell you something about Cleopatra, and it's going to change the way that you ever feel about Cleopatra moving forward. Okay. And this has to do with just math. She didn't do her own makeup. Oh. Don't know. Last thing we need is women tearing down other women. Oh, my God. (laughs) Listen to this. Cleopatra lived closer to the debut of the iPhone than the building of the Great Pyramid. The pyramid was finished in the year 2540 B.C. Cleopatra was born 2,471 years later. Stay with me. The iPhone debuted in 2007, just 2,076 years after her birth, she is 20% closer to the debut of the iPhone than she was to the building of the Great Pyramids. Let's hear it for the boy! <clears throat> wow. <laughs> I thought I was actually going to hit that note. <clears throat> I didn't. <laughs> that was exciting just trying. That's interesting. Isn't that okay. interesting? Yeah, that's a fun fact. 
me likey. You just think of her as ancient lady, right? Yeah. Yes. Two yes. ladies. And you should think of her as there's an app for that lady. Right. Right. <laughs> Donna, you've been called Neanderthalish before. Unfairly, I would add. <laughs> you might think this is interesting. The words highbrow and lowbrow come from phrenology, which is an old pseudoscience that measured people's intelligence by the <gasps> shape of their brow. head. So people with higher brow lines were considered more intelligent. That's why you have highbrow and lowbrow humor. Mm. Oh, interesting. I have a very short forehead. It's like a three head. Oh, really? I have like a seven head. Oh, really? I I need bangs. I have a forehead. (laughs) So, Don, if your two foreheads got together Mm -hmm. and made a forehead, baby, it'd be an actual forehead. Yeah, it'd be a forehead. That's right. Take Mm -hmm. the difference and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you feel bad about your short forehead, Don? Um, no, not really. It looks like a normal forehead. To yeah, me. it's it always looks normal. Thank you, Donna. That's you're, you're very welcome. sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think you have a seven head. Thank you. No, that's very sweet as well. How about a six head? Will we get a six? Yep, six. I hardly ever see your hair pulled back to see your full forehead. You talking to me? Yeah, I do it at home. I get home nice. and it goes hair right up, up. into yep. a pony. You got it, buddy. So low, if your brow is low, <laughs> you're a dummy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> according to phrenology. I sure is. Okay. Yes, according to phrenology. Huh. Uh, just like there were earthquakes, we, we have earthquakes on Earth. There are moonquakes on the moon. There are sunquakes on the sun. There no are Marsquakes. Stop. On Mars. You knock it off. The first Super Bowl. Uh oh, sports talk. Donna's in her in a sweet spot. <laughs> I am your athletic supporter. Oh, yeah, hey, hey, barkeep, can you tell it I'm the ball game? <laughs> Watching the ball game. <laughs> I'm this, gonna think a basket today in your honor. Throwing balls, man. One's gonna go in. The first Super Bowl was carried by both CBS. And NBC because of their TV contracts. No other Super Bowl has been on more than one network. Speaking of sports, I bumped into uh, our beloved friend, Marnie Gellner, last week. <gasps> Where'd you see her? At a youth football game. Aww. Oh, because doesn't one of her niece or nephews play? It's funny that you say that because we then were recounting how you didn't you thought you you thought you knew what her family situation was, but you didn't. So it's funny that you said that just now. What do you now. mean? You were not. We we were too. I know because I always get her kid's name wrong. Yeah, um, <laughs> we were talking about how when the three of us went out to lunch, Marty Gellner, of course, of Fox. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch album Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Sports North uh, works with the Twins, the Timberwolves, etc. Hey, girl. She, uh, we were out to lunch. She was going to guest co-host Twin Cities Live. So we all go out, we grab lunch. And essentially, as she told me the story... She said, I think Donna thought that my son was my daughter because you thought her Brady or Grady, Grady was a Brady, his, her daughter, Brady was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. I got a little confused because Colleen has a Brady and she has a Grady. It's just very confusing. That's how I feel about Don and Donna, except you're like, well, that's different. Okay. Don. Wait, wait, how do you say Don and Donna? Donna and Don. Well, stop acting like there's no W in the English language. Down. 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 Hello, down. How do you say down? Down. Okay, so what's the problem? So then, da, <laughs> down, down. I don't even, I, how do you say it? Say it out loud. Down. No, 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 say Don's name. <laughs> oh, Don. Don. Like an awning, Dawn. not an awning, Dawn. which is spelled O-N-N-I-N-G. An awning, yes? That's how it's spelled? No, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> you guys pronounce it as if there's no W in there. Dawn. Dawn. I mean, you How s- do you say it without sounding like you're from Jersey, though? Dawn. Dawn. <laughs> say it again. I went to eat with Dawn. How do you say Sean? Sean. Mm. Not Sean. Wait, yeah, you don't say Sean. No, you say Sean. <laughs> Sean. Not Sean. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> so are you telling me that S-H-A-U-N Sounds different from S H A W. Nope, it's the same. Huh, You're it's... my buddy. Me no like how you talk. Oh boy. Yep, riveting. And this finally, 1942, <laughs> was the year Manitoba, Canada was the place. That's where they tried to promote the sale of war bonds by staging a fake Nazi invasion of Winnipeg. What? Oh. So that's when you think. No. Civilization just keeps getting worse. So their own people staged a Nazi invasion? Yes. What? Trying to Trying to, to promote the sale of war, war bonds. bonds. Gotta buy some war oh, bonds. That wasn't even the, that long ago, you the guys. The Nazis are in Manitoba. Whoa, that ain't right. Uh, when we come back, let's talk about Ellen addressing her audience and our, uh, you know, our opinion on how she did in the apology department coming up next on my talk 1071. So yesterday, Ellen came back to the airwaves and she addressed her audience. She apologized and uh, Dawn watched the whole thing. I'm interested in knowing what you thought. Do you want to listen to a little bit of what she had to say and then we'll, yeah. we'll discuss? Okay. Oh boy, welcome to season 18 of the Ellen DeGeneres Show. If you're watching because you love me, thank you. If you're watching because you don't love me, welcome. How was everybody's summer, good? Yeah? Mine was great. Super terrific. Okay, Steve, what do you think of that so so far, far? What do you think? Um, I think that that's a fine opening for what she was going to try to do, considering her style. But we'll hear more, and so I'll sort of reserve more judgment for knowing, having listened to her whole monologue, 
where she's going. Well, it's like five minutes long, so we're ju- we're gonna just play it in little increments, okay? Yeah. How did you feel about the start? Um, I thought it seemed really easy for her. Mm. It felt really easy. More on that in a moment. Wow. Here's Ellen. I'm okay. so happy to be back in the studio. There are a lot of things I want to talk about. I've been looking forward to addressing it all directly, and unfortunately, talking directly to people has been illegal for six months, so I have a virtual audience here instead. Here you all are. You look beautiful, and I'm sure you smell great. That's what I'm imagining anyway. All right, let's get to it. Um, As you may have heard, this summer there were allegations of a toxic work environment at our show. And then there was an investigation. I learned that things happened here that never should have happened. I take that very seriously and I want to say I am so sorry to the people who were affected. I know that I'm in a position of privilege and power and I realize that with that comes responsibility and I take responsibility for what happens at my show. This is the Ellen DeGeneres Show. I am Ellen DeGeneres. My name is there. My name is there. My name is on underwear. (laughs) We have had a lot of conversations over the last few weeks about the show, our workplace, and what we want for the future. We have made the necessary changes, and today we are starting a new chapter. Okay. So, so far, what are you thinking? Um, I think she could have gotten to a finer point quicker that she like i got like the little opening thing i get it you're tuning into a uh a fun show and so you kind of open with a joke david letterman had talked about very serious things on his show before um including the time when he was attempted there was attempted extortion and he admitted infidelity with a staff member i mean he you know and so he would throw a joke in but also then get uh very serious so i understood the joke intro i i don't know why but I took. I question the. It's been illegal to talk with people directly, because she at any point could have offered a video message. She could have put a video up on Instagram or Facebook or Ellen Tube wherever. She's making a joke though. And and it no, but she's but she's not. No, I understand the joke that she's making, but it's also a bit of a cop out. Well, that's because she's that's saying she'd I wait feel. until the moment. Right. And okay. I understand the joke, but I'm saying it. It doesn't ring true. You don't get the laugh. Because it's like, oh, you could have just fired up your camera at any point. You were doing the show from home uh, for the last five months prior to everything blowing up. Sure. You could have very easily turned on your camera and said, hey, I just want to just address this right now. Now, yeah. maybe she wanted to do her due diligence, figure out actually what was really going on um, with her with her team. But that, that line just sort of hit gotcha. the wrong note for me. Okay. I'm feeling like this is very obligatory mm. right now. Like, okay. and I feel like she's just being very nonspecific. Oh, okay. not that she has to like go super deep, but she could have gone just a little bit deeper and like, what are you doing? How are things different? Mm. What were the exact problems? Maybe. And Jason brought this up this morning and I hadn't considered this. It is an HR issue. So True. maybe she can't discuss things. It's stuff that since there was an investigation. True. Then she can't directly speak about things. I yeah. 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 That's okay. an, yeah. I guess you do sort of forget. Yeah. Because you watch them on TV. Right. That it is still an actual, you know, place of business. Exactly. It's a business. They do have an HR department. I right. wanted her um, to say, or maybe this isn't true. I want to, as a viewer, I want to know that she's had direct contact with people who have had grievances and had conversations. Yeah. Like it almost like, feels like she's putting it off on 
other people, she's taking responsibility because her name is on the show. Yeah. But I don't, I feel like she's removing herself from any direct responsibility for anything. Yeah. Have you, like, has she had a conversation with Tommy in the mailroom? Right. Felt like, you know, he couldn't look at her. Right. Or, or, you know, people who were discriminated against or, or sure. had, you know, yeah, just a little bit deeper. Like, the, I want to know that she had personal conversations. Yeah. Me too. Well, she, she does talk a little bit more about her. Um, you know, that she's a multi-layered person. Here, we'll we'll listen yeah. to a little bit more. There were also articles in the press and on social media that said that I am not who I appear to be on TV because I became known as the Be Kind Lady. And um, here's how that happened. I started saying be kind to one another after a young man named Tyler Clemente took his own life after being bullied for being gay. I thought the world needed more kindness, and it was a reminder that we all needed that. And I think we need it more than ever right now. Being known as the be kind lady is a tricky position to be in. So let me give you some advice out there. If anybody's thinking of changing their title or giving yourself a nickname, do not go with the be kind lady. <laughs> Don't do it. The truth is, I am that person that you see on TV. I am also a lot of other things. I, sometimes I get sad, I get mad, I, I get anxious, I get frustrated, I get impatient, and I am working on all of that. I am a work in progress, and I am especially working on the impatience thing because, and it's not going well, because it's not happening fast enough, I will tell you that. <laughs> Listen, you know, I, I don't know, I, I'm a talk show host and you know that, but I, maybe some of you know that, you know, I was an actress, I've played a straight woman in movies, so I'm a pretty good actress. <laughs> but I don't think that I'm that good that I could come out here every day for 17 years and fool you. This is me. And my intention is to always be the best person I can be. And if I've ever let someone down, if I've ever hurt their feelings, I am so sorry for that. If that's ever the case, I have let myself down and I've hurt myself as well because I always try to grow as a person. I look at everything that comes into my life as an opportunity to learn. I got into this business to make people laugh and feel good. That's, that's my favorite thing to do. That and Jenga. <laughs> I love that game. And now I am a boss of 270 people. 270 people who help make this show what it is. 270 people who... I am so grateful for it. All I want is for every single one of them to be happy and to be proud to work here. This has been a horrible summer for people all around the world. People are losing their jobs. People are losing loved ones to a pandemic. People are losing their homes and lives in raging fires that are going on. There's blatant racial injustice all around us. I watch the news and I feel like, where, where do we even begin? So my hope is that we can still be a place of happiness and joy. I still want to be the one hour a day that people can go to escape and laugh. I want to continue to help all the people that we help every day. And I'm committed to making this the best season that we have ever had. Okay. So I feel like it got better as it went on. Yes and no. I, I, I would agree and disagree. It's just very mm, non-specific. I, yeah, I think that... I, to her credit, by the way, anytime that you get up there, and she brings up a good point, which is, um, you know, just because she says be kind, 
uh, at the end of every episode, or I don't know if she signs off like that or whatever. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean that she's saying be kind, like I'm always kind. You know, she's just yeah. if do I'm, as if I, I say, leave not you as with, I do. Well, well, <laughs> it's just like she's just leaving you with a, a good notion, a noble thing to pursue. Be kind to people. That's a good reminder. It's a reminder mm-hmm. for her and everybody else. So, yeah, I think that then you can somewhat unfairly be like, well, you say be kind and you're not kind to people. Well, no, Donna's not kind to people. I'm not kind to people. Don's not kind to people. And nobody's right. always kind to people. We all have these moments. So I appreciate her saying I'm a bunch of things. I'm who you see on TV mm-hmm. and I'm also impatient and I also get frustrated and I get snippy. I mean, if I ever used the tone with Elizabeth, the, the worst tone that I've used with my wife, I would be out of a job. And so there is a professional, I understand that difference. I get that. I think where she could have gone a step further is when she, it's all, when you throw out the, if I've ever heard anyone, right. I think that was a nice opportunity. And I'm sure I, well, I hope that she's done it behind the scenes where she has apologized directly to the staff in more than just a statement. Right. Um, but that's another opportunity publicly, even if you've done that behind the scenes with your staff. Maybe say you've done it. Publicly. Do it again. Don't right. even, to, to just say to my staff that's out there that's watching this right now, I know that I have hurt some of you and have caused you to feel this way and this way and this way, and that breaks me up inside, and I just couldn't be more sorry than I am right now, and I hope that you will forgive me. I want to earn back any trust that I've broken. There you go. That's There you, know, you go. I, yeah, so it felt like it lacked a fine point, and the, the punchlines felt like she wrote them for her more than the audience, because sure. as the audience... I'm there wanting to hear like, okay, what else do you have to say? Mm-hmm. I didn't need the Jenga line. I didn't need those little cute mm-hmm. punch lines because mm-hmm. after you set the tone, a joke at the beginning, now we can all be adults. Right. You know, you know those apologies when people say, oh, I'm really sorry you took it that way. Yeah. It kind of felt a little like that to me. Like as yeah. much as she tried, I feel like it just fell a little short. How did the rest of the show go, Dawn? Oh, uh, well... I feel like she really had some people. She had she set herself up to do mm-hmm. what she does best: interview celebrities, uh, be kind, and give a large check to somebody who needed it. Uh, so we had Tiffany Haddish on there, who did Tiffany Haddish. Man, she's got to be really on her side because she did a lot of work. Really, she really worked hard to make it light and fun and be her funny self. And it was like you could still see Ellen was sitting there. Thinking about what she just said, right? Like there was the look on her face; she wasn't really engaged. And mm. Tiffany Haddish was working hard, just you know what I mean, yeah. doing what she does. So she should thank her just a thousand years for that. Wow! Um, and then she gave a family seventy-five thousand dollars. It was a very touching Damn. story. Uh, this guy had to quit. Uh, he was supposed to go to medical school, but his mother died, and he had to raise his six siblings. And uh, an African-American wow. guy named Kenneth. And so his whole family was, you know, his brothers and sisters are there. And they couldn't make payments on their mortgage since he had to take over and be the, the patriarch of the family. And so they paid off the rest of the mortgage. Wow. So wow. that was a real feel-good moment. It was like I teared up a little bit. So, you know, they're getting back in the groove of things. But, um, yeah, overall, yeah. you know. Well, she, I'm sure she's lost a lot of people. I'm looking at some of the comments on Twitter where um, you can watch this on uh, her opening remarks. But some people are like, good riddance. What about the waitress that almost got fired because you didn't like her nails? Oh. This is laughable. Hmm. Um, 
Although Twitter is the, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Successful. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. Still, I can't even remember all the bad things that were said or, or the accusations because there were so many. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Well, there's that. Bye. Hey, no. Oh, no, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Okay. Because yeah, you guys uh, saw something and you're going to say something. I'm just saying uh, Mariah Carey kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of canceled Thanksgiving. Dumb. What about Halloween? <laughs> We've already jumped to Thanksgiving. There's no, I'll explain. Uh, Mariah sort of explains as well. That one we return. It's if you see something, say something next on Donna Steve on my talk. All right, we're back. Did you hear it? Nope. Doing crystal, Doing crystal meth. meth making. Oh, yeah. Steve's yeah. learning all the drug lyrics to all the druggy songs. <laughs> yeah. I didn't grow up in the acid era, so this is shocking to me. The acid era, like Donna did. The way you said <laughs> Presumably. that, very accusatory. Yeah, that's scary. Don, People to... who did that, that is scary no, stuff. Yeah, no My way. view that's of... like the 90s, yeah. You have Donna's upbringing in radio. Her, her pre-Steve years, particularly like... The 90s, yeah, like any like late 80s, 90s stuff, I I just see it as like a, a movie that would air a lot on Comedy Central. I don't know, that's that's what it makes <laughs> sense in my head. There's a lot of, we're different era. You know who did a lot of those kinds of movies? Um, Anna Ferris. She hmm. did like a, the movie Happy, she's hilarious in that movie. And then what was the bunny one? House Bunny. Just all that oh, weird, funny. dazed and confused stuff. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Yeah. That's fun. Good That's stuff. fun. All right, we move on. Hey, if you see something, say something. Ooh. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Her, ha, her, ha, her, ha. You like Thanksgiving? Yeah, I like shopping on Black Friday. Really? Oh. Let me ask the question again. Do you like Thanksgiving? Eh, really? Fine. It's fine. I like stuffing. It's my wife's favorite holiday. She likes it more than Christmas. <laughs> Why do you think that is? She just likes the, the feeling of that time, that the meal, the gathering oh. together. Maybe also, too, that it kicks off uh, the... Holiday season? Holiday season. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, no, I'm right. smoking a turkey this year, gang. Oh. Uh, yeah, smoking a turkey. <laughs> not doing the steak thing, huh? You know, I might throw some steaks on there, too, Don. I'm not saying I'm not going to not reverse your steak, which was a new tradition that we started last year, steaks instead of turkey, because turkey's always dry. It was but a I tradition hear, that you're not going to move forward with? I don't know. Here's the thing. Okay. Last year, when we instituted steak instead of turkey, because turkey isn't as good as steak... Now, we still made a little turkey breast on the side, but, you know, like a tiny breast. It's just felt like more of a steak time. Everybody was happy with the steak. But I've heard that if you smoke a turkey once, you'll never not smoke a turkey. Oh. Or deep fry it. It's really good, too. I don't have a deep fryer, but boy, would I love to. I hear that's fantastic, oh. that you yeah. won't get any better than a deep fried turkey. Turducken. That is good. Turducken. delicious. Deep fried turducken. They really do that up in Texas. Do they really? Oh, yeah. Get those I'm... big vats of oil and mm. dunk the whole thing in there. Yeah, then what? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sorry. then what? And then what? Well, what do you think? Oh, Everyone goes yeah. home okay. and lights the neighborhood on fire with the oil. <laughs> there you right. go. Well, Mariah Carey scared everybody yesterday, saying she was 
canceling Thanksgiving. Here's what happened. She tweeted out, quote, all caps, by the way, caps <laughs> lock, Thanksgiving is canceled. Then she posted four more caps lock tweets. There can be miracles, calamity, and dog hair. Resting in pieces. And one summer night, we ran away for a while. It feels like we're doing... <laughs> it's like Kanye is I, I was taking say, over her Twitter. It felt like Jeopardy categories. <laughs> Here's what happened, okay? Donna, exhale. Oh, Lord in heaven. Thank you. After enough people asked her what the heck she was doing, Mariah Darling Carey tweeted, <laughs> quote, Come on. I could never cancel Thanksgiving. I just wanted to share a few chapter titles from my memoir. Oh, boy. Just <laughs> casually throw that in there. Yeah, so she mm. was teasing her upcoming memoir. There it is. I don't know if if I would read her memoir. It just seems like it would really be... Uh, through rose-colored glasses? Yes. <laughs> Why would you think that? Yes. <laughs> darling. Oh, I just can't stand it. Yes, da- oh, I'm darling. Darling from now on. It's my pet peeve, Don, is uh, when people say darling, I just think, okay. How about darling? Hey, darling. Wonderful. Okay. Great. But not warm, darling. Warm. Relatable. Darling. Like Mariah Carey says it, is very troubling in my soul. <laughs> oh, thank you, darling. It's but like, what if it was like Joan Collins saying it from Dynasty? Like somebody real British. No. And real... Um, okay. do you, do you want me, I'm just going to say something right now. I don't really know who Joan Collins is. I was going to say, isn't he too young to know yeah, who Joan Collins is? is. Yeah. What okay. about Lisa Vanderpump? Do you know who there she is? I just know of her like by name. I couldn't pick her out That's of a, a good police one, lineup. Okay. Well, they're just very, very rich and so very is Mariah, and it's very, very before. off-putting. Yeah, but they're but they're mm, different rich. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> they're like, like started from the bottom. Now we here rich. No, the opposite. <laughs> I feel like they're you know just born had a, rich. Like they went to boarding school. Oh. Darling, darling. Do you know what I Could mean? Could you get me some marmalade, darling? Like they've never suffered in their life. Right. Like they spend a million dollars on a wedding. Yeah. Or more. Or more. It's true, darling. (laughs) Gucci is now selling $1,400 grass-stained overalls or $1,200 grass-stained jeans. Darling. Oh, we've run out of ideas for fashion. That's terrible. It's so stupid. Remember the windows in the jeans? The clear window. Oh, just so stupid. Oh, we're idiots. I know, right? (laughs) Uh, We've got some music news when we come right back on the Donna and Steve Show, darling. Don't go away. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 